Hello and what's up you guys? Welcome back to Ascended Queen Radio. This is your girl Jermaine. This is Jessica in the building. (laughs) What up? We're back. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I love this show. Me too. It's so good. Like I get so excited to record every single episode and even listen back to it. Like I guess this is my little secret on our show you guys. Like I listen. It's so funny. I once we publish it, even though I've already listened to it, I will listen back to it like I'm a listener as well. But just because yeah. I'm, I get so excited about it, and I feel like the stuff that kind of just comes up and comes out, like it's so dope. So I'm like, I just put myself in the listener's shoes, and I'm like, all right, let me listen to my podcast real quick. <laughs> yeah, it's super organic, and and yeah, we both I do that as well, and I always like to listen, even when someone's like. I just listened to it and it was, you know, whatever they thought about it. I'm like, oh, cool. Like, and it has me want to listen again from like their yeah. standpoint. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But it's fun. It's fun to do and it's fun to listen back. And we, we sure hope you guys are enjoying it too. I know. I mean, I'm having a lot of fun doing it. This is like my highlight of each week. It really is. And yeah, if you guys like it, follow at Ascended Queens on Instagram and comment, share, like. Yes, DM us if you have any questions, want to know anything, want to see anything in terms of like next episode, let us know. Yeah, we love that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So today's going to be another one of our favorites and it we kind of segued with our last portion of the question and answer series that we did. And this is going to be about spirituality, spiritual spirituality 101, if you will. Yes. Which is great. A great topic. Obviously, we are Ascended Queens um, talking about Ascension, which, you know, obviously has to do with spirituality. And so I feel like I get questions about spirituality on a regular basis. And I'm sure you do, too, as well, Jess. Um, You know, so I think this would be a great conversation to have, just like even talking about the basis in terms of like what spirituality is like we can define it in terms of what you know webster's deck deck i can't even talk (laughs) so excited (laughs) i know i can't even get it out i'm like "Ah, ah." (laughs) Uh, that's funny yeah webster's dictionary definition wow that was like a tongue twister you guys (laughs) it kind of is though webster's dictionary Definition. Yeah. Webster's Dictionary Definition. Yeah. Yeah. Say it five times real fast. I can't. I get it. I understand. (laughs) Yeah. I can't. It's too much. (laughs) Um, You know, we can like divide it in terms of that, the actual definition, our own perspective on what we think spirituality is. Um, And then, yeah, like I wanted to definitely go over um, like the chakra systems and things like that and talk about like what they are and kind of like give you some basic knowledge on the seven basic chakra systems. Um, There are more chakras actually that have been discovered, but um, 
if you guys want to know more information on that, I would definitely say go and do some research because that those are a lot more complex. Um, but these are easy that I can totally spell out for, for you guys in terms of that. And then, um, yeah, Jessica was going to talk about, um, what were you, you were going to talk about protection, spiritual protection, which is amazing. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Drop a little bit. Drop a little jewel and a bobble on these people. <laughs> You stopped. Did you just hear me? She knows she myself? was gonna say ho. I totally <laughs> was, but I was like, oh, I censored myself. You, see, this is why we're friends again, because you always pick up what I'm putting down. I was like, people. <laughs> <laughs> and you know I had to say it. I was like, on these hoes. Yeah. Not literally people, but you I know mean, how we talk. You know, we fool. We're fools. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can't help ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Don't take offense. No. Not at all. You don't mean nothing by it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's let's jump in. Yeah. So do you want me to give the basic definition of spirituality? Yeah, let's drop them with the basic definition. Okay. So by the dic- diction, I see I still can't even say it, you guys. I don't know. I did have a little baby glass of wine, so maybe that's what's hitting me right now. I can't even. <laughs> my, Her my tongue is heavy. It's real heavy. <laughs> It was like literally a splash. I didn't even have like a full glass. I was like, nah. I just felt like I wanted a little wine when I got home. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll get a little wine. But whatever. Anywho. So the basic definition of spirituality is the quality of being concerned with the human spirit or soul as as opposed to material or physical things. So Jessica, what would you say is your personal definition of spirituality? That's so crazy because we did not really discuss what we were going to say. And yeah. I didn't even know like what you're going to say as far as the, the Webster's Dictionary definition of it. Um, but yeah, so for me, spirituality is just your natural state of existence. Mm. So it's even in the name, right? Like spirituality. Yeah. And do you not have a spirit? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it's like, the spiritualization is like the actualization of your spirit into yes. the physical realm. Mm-hmm. So your spirit is unseen, right? But you know you have one. So it's the expanded study to me of that which cannot be seen or necessarily qualified by this third dimensional physical realm. Because this reality, of course, is more dense than your spirit is. Right. So, And we'll get more deeply into this. I'm going to briefly say that, so like religion uses this physical realm to explain the spirit. Mm -hmm. Spirituality uses the spirit to explain this realm. Yes. So, and you know, you do that through tapping in, connecting, and Mm -hmm. we'll kind of get into that more deeply. But for me, spirituality is just your natural state of being and releasing everything else that is not. Totally agree with you. I just put it in different words, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I guess to me, um, spirituality, I guess I would kind of define it as like, it's like, obviously we all have a spirit. It's the driving force behind us. Like we have these bodies. I've said it before and I know y'all about to get skeeved out and it's okay, but whatever. (laughs) We are not these meat suits that we walk around in. You know right. what I mean? Obviously, me speaking to you, me talking to my friends, experiencing life, that is not my body, you know, that's experiencing life. It's my spirit. It's my soul. It's, it's the internal me. 
Um, obviously, there's a level of conscious and subconscious and also your higher self in terms of like your your soul, your spirit, your higher self that knows all, like that is connected to everything, um, which definitely knows so much more than we do. Um, that's why it's really important to dive deep within yourself, you know? So for me, spirituality is like the art of connecting with oneself or one soul or true nature, you know? Um, and to me, it's like in order to find oneness and alignment with the universe mm-hmm. or that higher power that we call God or the universe or Allah, um, whatever you want to call it, it's like that that communion, that that dance, that art with the higher power. But once you connect with self first. So it's obviously, like you said, with religion, you said it's based off of the physical realm. Like, I feel like religion to me, obviously, I was raised very religious. So even my understanding of this is that you go to a church in order to to receive and or connect with God through someone else. Um, to me, spirituality is the art of going within to connect with God or the universe or that higher power on your own. You know, it's yes. about your own personal relationship with you and your creator. Yes, yeah, exactly. It's like connecting with connecting with the divine within yourself, which is your divine connection to the all. Mm-hmm. So once you do that, and once you know it, you know it for everyone because you're connecting into the allness. Like this world is more, it's based off of contrast, right? That's mm-hmm. like the world of duality. And you have to experience this to know that. You have to experience darkness to know the light. You right. have to know right to know wrong. But when you supersede that, that need to have physical evidence for you to experience something, and you can experience it no matter where you are and not needing to call forth any contrast or any other outside of you. That's when you know it. That's when you're operating from your spirit and not just your skin suit. But like when you're in your skin suit, I mean, you know, I say skin suit, you say meat suit. And, and we didn't like plan that. That's just what we both say. Yeah. Um, but when you're in, you know, you're in your skin suit and it's just like on the matrix, right? Like, you you know you're asleep when you're not questioning like the system government like the, the the like I always look up at the sky I'm like wow I marvel at the sky or the stars mm-hmm. or it's like when you are literally on autopilot right. it's like somebody put a program into the computer named you and it literally spits out a receipt like that's exactly identical pretty much every single day like we mm-hmm. know how you're gonna react we know you know we could pretty much predict your actions. We know your quote unquote type that you go for in relationship, right. your career path. You can kind of predict it because you're asleep, right? You're not really, you're not tapping in. And I think that um, spirituality solves that, that issue of divisiveness, which is contrast to me. Mm-hmm. And it brings it back into wholeness and oneness so that you don't need to see something outside of yourself. And, and also you're operating from love at that point because you're seeing everything as you. So you're not you're not going to really be as harmful to somebody because you know that that person is either complimenting or mirroring you, right. but they are you. A hundred percent. Cause we are all connected when it comes exactly. down to it. Yeah. I yeah. love it. So here, this actually leads me to a question. Um, so when, I mean, obviously this is kind of something that was asked in the last episode, but I think it'll be a good wrap up into this one. Um, when did you first get curious about your spirituality? Or have you always been curious? Yeah, I think I've always been curious. I think, you know, 
from my first like conscious thoughts that I can remember now, I feel like I was always wondering like, mm. what is God? What is light? You know, what is love? What is evil? I never subscribed to the world as it was. I didn't mm. believe it. I was like, okay, well, this doesn't make sense. It seems like the adults are having a hard time. They're right. struggling. They don't seem like they know like this religion thing. Like my, fr- I remember one of my first best friends when I was in the fifth grade, she was from Maryland. She was like uber Christian. Mm. And I remember her saying, and I knew not to judge. Like I already, I never subscribed to religion, even at that age. And I remember her saying, you're going to go to hell because you don't go to church Mm. at, you know, in the fifth grade. And I just was like thinking, wow, like how ignorant or, and, and just, to me, that's evil, like literally. And I know she didn't know better. Right. She's just regurgitating like what she what learned. She, mm-hmm. But to me, it was like, you know, that's literally the worst, you know, you could wish upon somebody. Right. Just because they don't go to this physical place. But I'm like one of the kindest, most patient, you know what I mean? Right. Um, non-harming person on the planet. But yeah, so that just kept, or comments like that really just pushed me even further into myself because it had, it made me feel like the world's not safe. They don't understand. They don't get it. You cannot express what you know or your curiosity to, to most people. And I've been like that my whole life. I I sprinkle people, Mm. right? Like, and I try to see what, like what they know or, or what they can accept. And not that I'm, Ooh, I'm, I'm way beyond people because I want to, meet and connect with people that are beyond me or, you know, can I talk to you about aliens? Can I talk to you about um, spirits or can I talk to you about like my dreams? Like, um, because you also have to be cognizant of the energy that you are expressing those things to because people can be irresponsible with it. Yeah, Um, definitely. You know? So yeah, I would say at a very young age, I just, Mm. I did not subscribe to the world as it was. I didn't understand war. I didn't understand how people would, could accept it as normal. Um, And I rejected most of it, all of it, pretty much. Mm. And then so I, of course, when you reject something, you're like, okay, well, what is it though? Right. What is it really? Right. And so, yeah. That's awesome. But I feel, I feel, I feel like this is why we're friends. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was the exact same. Like, I remember being a very small child. Obviously, again, I've said this even in this episode is I was raised very religious. You know, we went to. Um, what is called the Lutheran church, uh, which is uh, radical Catholicism. I actually studied religion because um, although I did go to Lutheran church, I was raised that way. Um, I also went to private school up until high school. So when you go to a, you know, religious school, you study religion. So for me, like even studying religion, I got really curious about what other religions were because, you know, obviously you're, you're teaching us this way that you feel is necessary. So I always had a lot of questions. (laughs) My teachers were always like, Oh God, here she comes. Like here she comes saying something else or here I am. Like I, I honestly, my entire life have always danced the beat of my own drum. Um, been outside the box, whatever you want to call it. And so I never even acted in a way that was acceptable. So I always thought that me getting in trouble because I was never acting in terms of what was deemed acceptable to 
you know, the teachers, people in my life, et cetera. I was like, well, this, I'm just being myself. So I don't understand. This doesn't make any sense. You know, like you guys want me to conform into this bubble of a person. And like, even as a young child, it just didn't make any sense to me why I had to be like that, (laughs) you know? Um, And like, again, like you said, you were obsessed with the stars. I've been obsessed with the stars and, and the sky and space and astrology and astronomy. Like I even studied astronomy um, in college and it was like one of my favorite classes. It was really hard because most people think when you think astronomy, they're thinking like, oh, it's zodiac signs, things like that. It touches on uh, the zodiac signs very minimally, but it's like we did a lot of mapping of the sky and of the stars and things like that and learning about um, scientifically like the different gases and things that come that come together to combine um, to make a star and all of that stuff. And so uh, for me, that was just like always really interesting to me. Like I've always, I used to like, I actually used to pray when I would pray to God um, when I was a kid, I used to actually look at the moon, <laughs> you know, like mm. I always thought like, you know, I would pray to the moon, like, because the moon made sense to me or the sun, because it's like, I'd see it every day, you know, like, and I understand for people like, you know, they say, God is this man in the sky that is, you know, the driving force of this energy and all of the stuff. But it just never seemed like to me, God never seemed like a person to me. So I always felt like to be able to connect with certain objects or energies like the moon or the sun or the stars or whatever. Like I always felt there was this energy out there in space that was calling me, but it had nothing to do with the things that I was taught. So it made me curious about other stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it just seems more interesting. I mean, if you think about it, like the whole thing that I said earlier about the matrix and there being systems and programs you can see playing out actively. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can literally like my niece and I are very close and I told her, you know, in a relationship recently that she had, there was a breakup. <laughs> I told her exactly what was going to happen mm. like months later, not because I'm psychic, but because most people are asleep and they, there's only a few different personality programs. So I knew what exactly he was going to do. And it was this whole program of as soon as she, you know, moves on and he feels that energy leave his life, he's going to grasp for it. Right. Because now he feels that emptiness and doesn't know why. And that's what so many people, I mean, you could call it every time. I mean, 99% of the time. So for me, why be, you know, if we already know, you know, I'm 39 and I see these things play out. Why would I be super interested in kind of this realm and this world and how it's operating? Like, I'd rather, I wanted to look beyond it because it's like, okay, I get it. Like, you believe in war. You believe that, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. that you know, you go to work and you die. Like, okay, great. Like. You could study it within five years and, and get the whole like understanding pretty much of like the way this reality works. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was like, you know, I want to look beyond this and use those tools to kind of assist humanity in breaking out of those programs and those mental cages. And that's been that's what I wanted to do. And that's why I feel like I came here was to assist humanity in the uplifting of their vibration and mm. to like awaken from the program that we've been in and you can call the, the program religion, or you can call it the government, or you can call it like worry or doubt, whatever doesn't align with your spirit, what doesn't feel good, whatever, like, you know, has your, brings you stress or condenses your energetic field Mm -hmm. because you're very expansive. Some people, you know, could say, say that you can measure how far out your spirit goes or your auric field. And it's way well beyond your physical skin suit. 
So why not be interested in your life force? Like, why not be interested in, you know, how this person's making me feel and start to get interested in not just like trying to control that person or an outcome, but like, I'm interested in the energy between us. Right. How does that exist? And what does that even mean? Yeah. Yeah. How does it move? Mm -hmm. You know, how can I move it? Right. Can I move it? You know? And we've all had, I feel like even like a basic thing in terms of energy, we've all experienced um, mm-hmm. And if no, I honestly would even challenge to say, I wouldn't say anyone listening, especially to our podcast. I think everyone has experienced something like this where, you know, you're something happens where you're like thinking about someone, you know, and you're thinking about them a lot in your thoughts and, and you're thinking about them all day, all whatever. And then all of a sudden that person calls you or, or contacts you or is viewing your Instagram story or whatever. And you're like, wow, what the heck? Like, that's so weird what is that? You know? And so I think, um, I definitely would like, you know, I think this is why we're doing this podcast is to start kind of challenging the norm, um, to like start opening people's minds to get curious about themselves, about spirituality. But again, like in spirituality, in terms of connecting with yourself to connect with the divine, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, okay, I'm sorry. This is going totally off track. No, you're fine. <laughs> um, but like, and that's what, to me, that's what spirituality is, right? Yeah. It's, it's not on track for sure. <laughs> but I just want to talk about really quick, because we said challenging, or you just said challenging, mm-hmm. like the norms. And for me, I had like this epiphany last year, I think about, since we're both black, I say gay women. Yes. Um, I had the epiphany that like, this whole notion of being balanced, right? Because again, in order to to release that sense of division and contrast, like you'd have to become balanced. So it's almost like they equal each other out. So we as being gay people on the planet, and this is for everybody listening, right? Like we have the ability to balance the masculine and feminine within us. And we do more so than the the people who have been kind of boxed in by these identities of heterosexuality. I know I'm going off topic, mm-hmm. but this is like felt right to say. So we have always been outside of those boundaries. Mm. And I think that we're here to also as a collective, as a community to assist the rest of the planet in tapping into their masculine and femininity so that they're not afraid of it anymore. So that they explore mm. it so that they, can express it and because we are outside of what society says is normal. So we're already operating outside of that and we get to explore it in a different way than most people do. Yes. Because we, right. Because there is no, like we're gay. So there's no, you know, you're too masculine, you're too feminine necessarily, or you're, you're a woman. So you have to be like this or you're masculine presenting. So you can, and I mean, it's there. But I think that we get to explore it a lot more in our roles on the planet. So I don't know. I just feel that we all have a reason for being here. Definitely. And, you know, for people listening, if you're gay, like, it's a beautiful blessing. Beautiful. I feel to be able to be an example of love on the planet and divine balance. Yes. I definitely think that actually should be an episode all within itself. But I think everything should be an episode. (laughs) All within itself, because I would actually even love to talk about um, both sides of it, you know, like the positive sides of being gay and the positive, um, you know, I guess, things or projections that you see throughout the world that are love, that are 
you know, balanced, but also what it looks like when things aren't balanced and when things are a little more chaotic and toxic and, um, you know, talk about the differences between the two in terms of our community. Right. Yeah. And again, just like in, you know, the allness of, of what we're talking about, you know, spirituality is one of those things that you can utilize to heal whatever might've been traumatized by definitely you identifying as that. So anyway, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I digress. (laughs) I love it though. (laughs) So great. Yes. Okay. So do you want to kind of talk about, Oh, we're going into chakras chakras a little bit. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Okay. So, um, I love talking about the chakras because personally, like I actually, um, am a Reiki practitioner. Um, I definitely wanted to learn Reiki, uh, for my own self, not necessarily to practice Reiki on other people, but to definitely practice Reiki on myself and heal myself. I could definitely, uh, do Reiki on others, but because I am already an empath and I feel like I'm already so connected to the energies around me and trans and often transmute those energies on a regular basis when necessary. Um, uh, I feel like even performing Reiki on people might be a little bit more draining from my spirit. So that's why I don't do it as a practice in terms of healing, like using it as a healing modality for others, you know, but I do love the chakra systems and I do love, understanding when things are imbalanced and what they mean and when things are a little bit out of balance. Um, Cause there's definitely ways that you can understand certain things that are happening in your life. Like maybe, maybe you have anxiety or maybe you have things going on and you're not really understanding why or where all this stuff is coming from. Um, but sometimes it could not necessarily be something that's going on in your life. It could be an imbalance within your chakra system. Um, and there are seven main chakras or common basic chakras within your body. Um, but you know, obviously within doing some research, you guys can find out that there are actually 12. Um, but that, you know, to understand the 12 chakra systems is really complicated. So I would just suggest beyond the basic seven that I'm going to talk about. Um, if you guys want to know more about that, then definitely just go and do a little bit more research in terms of what the full chakra spectrum is. (laughs) Um, So we will start at the first one, the first chakra, which is the root chakra. Um, This chakra is located um, at the base of our spine or basically considered the tailbone. Um, The root chakra has to do with our foundation. Um, It has to do with how we kind of like it, like our security and like our safety in terms of stability and stuff like that. So um, it's like how we connect, you know, in terms of ourselves and our foundation of life. Like that is what the root chakra is considered. Um, and so I don't know if you want me to go into blockages now or I, yeah, I guess I should do that. Maybe just go into like different ways of like what it looks like when things are blocked. Um, so yeah, maybe a brief, like yeah. the color, yeah. what they are. Right. Then, so yeah. I'm sorry, I forgot about the colors. So the root chakra is associated with the color red. Um, and so one f- initial thing that you can do, say, if you realize that my foundation is off or I'm feeling really anxious or I have like really scattered energy, or sometimes even with the root chakra, you can have, um, like constipation, 
um, or things like that, like that, that are, that are off. Um, basically you can eat red foods. So like, even like apples, red, red bell peppers, um, cherries, what else is red raspberries, things like that. Red fruits, um, definitely helps with that. Um, you can also, there, there are different things like aromatherapy that you can do. Um, there's like cloves, rosemary, cypress, things like that are really helpful in terms of helping with the root chakra if you have any imbalances or things like that. Also, some people say color therapy. So wearing the color, present, bringing it around in your home more, um, thinking about that color when you're meditating, stuff like that is really helpful. Um, so that's the root chakra. So the next chakra up. Um, so basically when, if you were to sit cross-legged style on the floor, the root chakra is what you're sitting on. So that's like the base, you know, where your tailbone is. So to go upwards to the sacral chakra, it is about two inches below your navel. Um, and it is associated with the color orange. Um, the, Sacral chakra is all about your sexual energy. It's also where your creativity lies. Um, you know, the sacral chakra um, is all about like also our emotions and how we relate to our inner emotional self. Um, yeah. So again, like I said, it's two inches below your belly button. Um, and sometimes imbalances can come out as lack of creativity um, sexual dysfunction, like whether, you know, it is that you're, you know, having issues with low sex drive or, or things like that, or, um, or even lack of intimacy, you know, within relationships or like kind of being withdrawn and not really wanting to be intimate. I'm not saying in completely in terms of sexually, partially with the sacral chakra, it is, um, it does have to do with sexual energy. So even having lack of sexual drive, like I said, but also in terms of wanting to be intimate with people in general. So if you're feeling very withdrawn and not really wanting to interact with people, it could mean that you have um, a sacral chakra imbalance. Um, and also like, like again, um, emotional isolation, just wanting to be like withdrawn from everyone, you know? Um, so with the sacral chakra, uh, some things that you can do again, like I said, orange colored foods, you can do orange colored things, presenting that within your home. Um, so some aromatherapy things that you can do. Oh, I also actually forgot. So you can also, there's crystals that you can, um, also get to help to balance these chakras as well. So I'll just actually go back over, uh, the root chakra really quick. So there is the crystals that are associated with the root chakra are the ruby, um, a garnet, and a hematite. Um, and so you can work with those crystals if you feel called to work with crystals. Um, those are things that you can also utilize uh, to help balance your chakras. And then so since we were back on the sacral chakra, that's what I was talking about. Um, different aromatherapy for the sacral chakra is orange because obviously it's also an essence or an, uh, an oil as well. Um, myrrh and sandalwood are really good ones to help with sacral uh, chakra balancing. Um, and the crystals associated with that are goldstone, carnelian, and coral. 
Okay, so moving along, <laughs> uh, we have our solar plexus. So your solar plexus is just below the bust. So everyone has their chest area. So it's about two inches below the bust. So it's uh, just above like your, your navel, your belly button and all that stuff area. Um, so it's like associated with like the stomach. Um, so the, what was I saying? Solar plexus. <laughs> the solar plexus has to deal with, um, your self-confidence, your self-worth and your self-esteem. Um, and it is also our ability to be confident in ourselves and have control within our lives. Um, and so sometimes when the solar plexus is imbalanced, um, you know, you could be feeling like, obviously like that's also with, with like your stomach area. So sometimes these things can also be associated with pain. So sometimes blockages can be associated with pain. So if you're having a lot of stomach issues and you can't really understand why, maybe you're not having any, um, food or digestive issues, like in terms of like, maybe you're not lactose intolerant, maybe you don't have a gluten, gluten intolerance or anything like that, or a food intolerance. Maybe it could be that you have a solar plexus blockage. Um, and all of these things can be brought into balance by different ways, not just the ones that I'm saying. Like you can actually also seek out a Reiki master, a Reiki practitioner to help you um, energetically balance these chakras. Um, I definitely recommend that. I uh, have seen a Reiki practitioner even for myself when something's really blocked that I can't personally get out myself. Um, I definitely go in and see someone in terms of that. Um, but anywho, so with the, the solar plexus uh, blockage, it looks like, you know, obviously stomach issues, low self-esteem, um, or even somebody that is misusing their power, you know, like, or somebody that has manipulative tendencies. Uh, the solar plexus in terms of color is associated with the color yellow. Um, so again, like I said, in terms of color, you can bring those colors within your space in order to help balance or even just um, heighten. So say you want to heighten a certain chakra, because maybe like, for example, like I'm, I'm a public speaker, or motivational speaker, and I do a lot of talking um, all of the time. So sometimes when I want to really enhance my speaking, I do a lot of throat chakra work, but we'll get to the throat chakra uh, very soon. So I just wanted to throw that little tidbit of information out there. Um, so again, like I said, you can eat yellow foods, um, but the aromatherapy, or I guess um, scents associated with the solar plexus are lavender, chamomile, and lemon, um, and crystals that can help also balance or heighten these air. This area is the citrine, amber, or tiger's eye. Um, and then we're moving up. So right at the center of the chest is the heart chakra. Most people know about the heart chakra. It's probably one of the biggest chakras that most people understand and know. Um, it's also associated with the color green. Um, and so the heart chakra is all about love, but not just love for another person. It's all about self-love. Um, and it's the area of our body or our, our, I guess, chakra system that governs our relationships. Um, and so the heart chakra also, too, has to do with like joy, um, you know, love, uh, inner peace, things like that. So if you're having some sort of imbalance, 
it can look like obviously the opposite of that, like depression, difficulty in relationships, lack of self-discipline, lack of self-love, um, uh, lack of even love for other people. So like that also has to deal with kind of like your empathy for other people as well. Um, again, like I said, the heart chakra is associated with the color green. You can eat a lot of green foods. That definitely helps to um, balance out that area. Uh, the scents or I guess essential oils to help with that are rose, jasmine, and tarragon. And the crystals associated with the heart chakra are rose quartz, moss, moss agate, and emerald. Emerald, which I love because that's my birthstone. Um, just thought I'd throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so then moving right up. So from the heart chakra, we're moving up to the throat chakra. This is what I was just talking about. So for me, when I like to speak, um, or when I have um, speaking engagements and things like that, or even sometimes before this podcast, I do a little throat chakra work because I want to be able to fully express what it is that I need to express. Obviously, I'm in this human meat suit, um, so I'm not perfect. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, there are times, like, again, like earlier when I was saying, what was I saying? Webster's <laughs> dictionary definition. Dictionary. Uh-huh. <laughs> you get tongue-tied. Um, anywho, so the throat chakra... Um, it is located at the neck. Obviously, it's kind of basically one of those that are um, what it says. So the throat is at basically located at the throat. Um, and it has to do with our communication um, also as well as how we speak um, and communicating clearly and effectively and things like that. Um, the throat chakra um, also gives voice to the heart. So... Sometimes when the throat chakra is blocked, it could present in ways where you're not able to express how you're actually feeling. Or if you're feeling um, like, you know, like you, you don't know how to say certain things in terms of your emotions. Um, so that could also mean that your throat chakra is boxed, blocked. Um, the throat chakra is associated with the color light blue or like a turquoise. Um, and the essential oils that help, or, oh, let me go into imbalances first. Um, so obviously I was saying like, in terms of like, you know, uh, imbalances is not being, if your throat chakra is blocked, you might not be able to express your emotions in terms of your heart, because like I said, it, the throat gives voice to the heart. Um, and so it also can be imbalanced if you have like extreme shyness or you feel really withdrawn, um, also as well, uh, in major increased anxiety. If you're like just out of nowhere, starting to feel really like increased anxiety, that could be a throat chakra blockage, um, as well as arrogance. Um, and so the essential oils associated with the throat chakra are the peppermint, eucalyptus, and camphor. And if you, again, like I said, are into crystals and you would like to work with crystals, um, solidite, blue lace, agate, and turquoise are those um, crystals associated with that. And then we have going up just a little bit more, we have the third eye. Um, the third eye uh, is located in between the brow bone. So like we all have eyebrows. So it's basically in the middle of our eyebrows, like right on, on the forehead. Um, and so uh, the third, the third eye is our ability to connect with our intuition, 
Um, it is also our deeper understanding of life, wisdom, and it has to do with our imagination. Um, the third eye is also associated with the color, uh, like dark blue, like indigo. So whereas the throat chakra is like a light blue or turquoise, the third eye is more of the dark blue, more indigo color. And blockages can look like, um, you know, lack of direction, lack of clarity. Um, I've even seen that blockages can be uh, having nightmares a lot when you have a third eye blockage. Um, it's really interesting. Actually, we'll get into this when we're done. When I was young, or when, when I was younger, I used to have a lot of um, nightmares as a kid, and I don't really even have nightmares anymore. But Same. yeah, it's a really interesting thing. Um, to even have awareness of is that even having frequent nightmares could be associated with a third eye blockage. So um, these are all just things to think about. Um, I'm not saying that one is better than the other. Like, again, like I said, if you guys want to seek out a Reiki practitioner to help you um, balance a lot of these areas and kind of help guide you in ways to you know, work through your life and work through some of these things, I would highly recommend it. Um, again, like I said, the color, you can eat foods that are associated with this color that like dark blue or like even like, um, I can't even think of really any dark blue foods. <laughs> Myself, maybe blueberries, I guess, would probably yeah. be a good. Or like, do we consider the outside eggplant? Oh, yes. Eggplant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, for sure. Um, okay. So then the essential oils associated with the third eye, um, are lemongrass, violet, and this one I actually can't pronounce, um, but it's C-A-J-E-P-U-T. I don't, okay. mm, I don't know. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't you do tried it. it. I really did. Um, anywho, I actually never have heard of that essential oil ever. Um, but cool um so also again like i said with crystal therapy if you guys like want to uh, connect with crystals or enhance your chakras um the crystals associated with the third eye are the lapis lazuli um it says iolate and then we have moldavite i've never heard of a moldavite but cool there's so many different crystals and minerals and things like that out there like it's insane to me. Like, sometimes I want to study all these things, like study every single thing. Yeah. But then I'm like, oh, this is so much information. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then lastly, we get all the way to the crown, which is at the top of the head. Um, and so the crown um, represents our ability to connect fully spiritually with our higher selves, as well as source or the universe or God, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's considered the area of our divine consciousness. Um, and so imbalances in this can be someone who's extremely cynical, someone who, um, kind of has a disregard for things that are sacred, like people who are maybe able to, uh, defame churches or even like, I don't know, like ha they have no, um, the consciousness in terms of like, other people other than themselves, you know, in, in what they practice and stuff like that. Um, close, like, you know, being someone who's very closed minded um, and disconnected from 
themselves as well as spiritual, like spirit or God or whatever you want to call it. Um, and so things to balance this out again. So, uh, the color in terms of crown is associated with purple. Again, like I said, we can eat, you can eat purple foods like grapes or I guess that would be also blueberries as well. Cause they're kind of like a blue purple, um, and again, eggplant, probably. I feel like the third eye and the crown are probably very similar in terms of the foods that you would want to eat to help balance those things. Um, and then uh, the aromatherapy or essential oils that you'd want to kind of like associate with the crown is rosewood. And for its crystals is um, amethyst, uh, lapidolite, and a clear quartz. Um, and also just to kind of like give some basic information in terms of like Reiki, um, you can learn to do Reiki on yourself. Um, I would definitely seek out a Reiki practitioner in order to learn those things. Um, I'm not saying you can't necessarily learn it online. I do know, um, I have a friend of mine who actually just created an entire online course, but it's very visual. Like it's, you see her and she is literally showing you everything step by step in terms of how to clear your chakras and what the chakras mean and all that stuff. And so um, it's just more about seeking out that information. If you guys want to know more about that, feel free to DM me and I can give you the information. <laughs> yeah. And we can also post, we should shout her out on the page. Oh yeah. So it's Tanai Holder. Actually, she is Tanai Holder of uh, the Salt Lounge here in Long Beach um, and her whole spiritual classes or courses is called Soul Work Academy. And I can definitely post about that um, on our Instagram page. Awesome. Yeah. Whew. There's so much information. Right. I know. I'm sure you guys' head is spinning right now. <laughs> or, or it's a good little reminder of like, you know, because sometimes, you know, spirituality kind of ebbs and flows. And we talked about that a little bit before. Yes the show um and it looks like next show we'll get more into like our own individual practices mm -hmm. but um i do want to just speak a little bit about protecting yourself when you're dealing with the spiritual realm mm -hmm. and i am going to bring up medium joey taylor again on yes. instagram i hope we can have um, joey because, on our show like that's my goal yeah. because joey is such a no we joke. will oh my gosh he's so dope you guys he he's like one of my closest friends he's like my i don't know like we say like i'm the divine <laughs> masculine and he's the divine feminine i can um, totally see that yeah he's but he'll go deeply he's obviously a medium and he can go really deep into ways to protect yourself to where you can literally create like webs around yourself mm -hmm. and in music and use color like all kinds of different colors and streams of light like he's very very advanced in that way I'm going to give like there's just the quintessential picture yourself you know surrounded with white light um even in your car I do that when I get in the car mm -hmm. and I'm driving um I also because I do know um, my spirit guides, or I know them by name, like I will invite them into my day. Um, I like to call forth their protection. And there's some guides that are specifically for protection. That's a little, giving you a little too much information. But um, you can also 
um, picture chords of energy. Wait, that that's not from, too like, much geez. information. I feel like that's the perfect amount of information. You can totally say the guides that are for your protection. Like one of the big ones. Just say one of the big ones. Oh, I was talking about my own personal guides. Oh, okay. But you can also, so there's like archangels too that you can call on yeah. as well. Yeah. Okay. Even for like electronical issues and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'll, I'll call forth like different guides or even, you know, loved ones that have passed away to, to, and that were good at specific things, let's say, right. My mm -hmm. dad was in the military. So I'll be in certain situations where I feel like I need that particular expertise. So I'll welcome them into my space. Um, and you can also use cords of light that mm -hmm. like, you know, through your chakras, your root chakra down into the center of the earth, you can picture, um, light going down to the core of the earth and wrapping around the core of the earth, especially if you're going to meditate, right? Mm -hmm. Because there's other energies that you're going to, you can open yourself up to, right? And then you can also picture a cord coming from the crown uh, chakra going up out into the ethers. Um, and you can see that energy coming in. And you can also do this with every single one of your chakras as well. Mm -hmm. um, and you can clean, we also, you can clean your chakras as well too. Yes. Um, so that's what I do. It's a quick, is the white light one. I mean, the, the deeper that you delve and you want to, that's how, you know, deep and intricate you want your protection to go. I don't like to, to talk too much about needing to be protected and, and all of that, but it's just something that you can do and be aware of and call forth. Um, as far as your space goes, um, I actually have Joey come over and he does, um, he grinds crystals mm. Um, I won't say everything he does because I don't even understand it, but he grinds crystals, certain crystals, and he goes to every single corner of every room of my house. Um, and he says like a prayer over every corner mm -hmm. and also ev over every doorway. Mm -hmm. um, people are now starting to say, don't use sage and Palo Santo or use it very responsibly. Um, so do that. But those are also, yeah. uh, I think because people you can... are using it wrong or incorrectly, um, because most people, what they do, um, not to cut you off, girl, I think with Sage is most people just use Sage. They think as a form of protection to clear the space. But what Sage does is Sage is almost like chemo in terms of like, say you have cancer. So you do a chemotherapy, correct? So um, not that that's what you have to do. I'm just using this as an example. Um, obviously I'm a spiritual person and I don't necessarily always think chemo is the right thing to do. Um, but Sage, what it does is it clears all of energy, good, bad, indifferent. So it's not just clearing out the bad, it's clearing out good energy too. And so if you don't, after you Sage, um, one release and open up all your doors and things like that, and then fill your home up with the energy that you want your home to be exuded with, then you're doing it wrong. And you can actually um, open yourself up to having experiences with different darker energies. Um, because basically when you're staging, you're just clearing, it's like a blank cleared slate, you know? So you're allowing any energy in if you're not filling your home up with the proper things like protection, like you said, how Joey was blessing your house um, or even having crystals in terms of that. Um, but yeah. And and you also want to always set your intention mm -hmm. um, before you do anything and be thankful to whatever instrument or tool that you're using. Yes. Always be in gratitude for it. Um, I use white candles as well. Yes. And you'll know, like once you start to develop your own intuition, you'll know when you're around. Like for me, my energy is very calm. So I need to be, uh, if I'm around people for too long, like I have to be alone. 
and I have to like, I'll clear that energy. I also use um, sage spray, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, which you can use in your office. Like, let's face it, sometimes you're interacting with people. You can't obviously bring like sage or Palo Santo into your office, but you can bring like a sage spray. Mm -hmm. I also, when I want to transmute energy um, and it's a big building, I picture like angels of white light um, just descending, I'll call them forth, descending onto that building and I'll picture them on every single floor and not just for me, but also blessing everybody and raising the energy and vibration there. So, and that's, those are things you can do when people don't even know that you're doing it. So you can't even be, you know, it's, these aren't things that people are going to think, oh, you're weird to do it. There, there are things that you can do that people don't even know what you're doing and you can rock certain crystals like. Jermaine was saying, mm-hmm. if you have certain blockages, there's protective crystals and stones yes. that you can wear on you, yes. on your person. I actually can um, do, so those, if you guys want to know what they are, not to cut you off again, Jessica, but those crystals are like black tourmaline is really good. Selenite also, selenite is actually a very unused um, in terms of protection. Selenite, they, they kind of call it the God crystal, um, but it's a white crystal um, and I actually think I personally like selenite uh, better than a black tourmaline. Black tourmaline just kind of completely protects you and eliminates negative or bad energy. But there's also like obsidian as well. And onyx are really good for protection. And then there's also one more. I don't, I think it, I'm not sure if it's lapis lazuli. I can't think of the one. There's one that's really good for psychic attacks. Um and I can't think of what that one is, but maybe on the next episode, I will figure out what that one is and I'll tell you guys next time. <laughs> yeah. But especially when you're going into spaces where there's a lot of people mm-hmm. or if you're going into a club and there's drinking, there's a lot there, you know, there can be, you know, lower level energies there. So it's also just good to build your own intuition and listen to it. Like, should you even be in this space? beyond just even the protection, like just tapping in and seeing, okay, does this feel okay for me to be in? Um, so yeah, those are some kind of basic things that you can do. And there's crystal stores everywhere now. Everywhere. Um, so you can look them up. You can go, you know, on Yelp mm-hmm. or on the gram, just hashtag in your local area. And they'll, there's usually there's people there that not every crystal store are people knowledgeable, I feel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you'll you'll find and you'll have to, like I said, just start utilizing your own intuition um, and walk through this world with that. And whatever you use for protection, it doesn't have to be anything that we said. Mm-hmm. It could be your own personal, like I said, Joey does this extremely intricate thing that I don't know um, and I probably shouldn't, I don't even know if I should, if I should say any more of what it is, um, but like, because it's, you know, it's personal, but if you're dealing on that level, because there's a lot of like tarot card readers now, mm-hmm. like oracle card readers, and if they're not protecting themselves and then you're, you know, listening to them and right. allowing that energy in, biggest, best thing you can do is develop your own intuition right? Um, as a form of protection and, and get to know like your own guides and who you can call on for different things. And I mean, you know, maybe, maybe I, I firmly believe that our higher self is or can be, I don't think it's necessary for everybody, a spirit guide. Definitely. So, freaking get to know yourself. Definitely. Um, and I think we probably can go into more of, like, talking about how to trust your intuition and things like that in our next episode. Obviously, we're getting down to, you know, end of this episode. But um, I think next episode we can go into that a little bit more. I think that'd be awesome. 
Yeah, definitely. And I will find out what that crystal is for you guys. I literally can't think of it right now. <laughs> it might be like yes. a... God, I can't... I don't know. I don't know why I can't think of it. So weird. Girl, go on and leave it for the next show. Right. <laughs> She's over here still trying to think about it. I can't let it go. <laughs> Release. Okay. All right. All right. It'll come to you. <laughs> it totally will. It will. I'll be like right in the middle of my sleep. I'll wake up in the middle of the night tonight and I'll be like, dang it, it was this. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. All right. Well, this was Spirituality 101 from our perspective. Yes. And this is just our perspective. And there's a myriad of perspectives. This is ours on Ascended Queens. Thank you so much for tuning in. Yes, we totally appreciate every single episode that you guys tune in. We love you for doing it. And we're here for you. Yes. Tune in next week. See you guys. Peace. <laughs>